Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. MMA The Max is brought to you by Gamefly and Gamefly.com. As a special thank you to you, our viewers and listeners, Gamefly is giving you all a free 30-day trial just by signing up at our link. Go to GameflyOffer.com forward slash MMA The Max and sign up now to receive a free 30-day trial with one game out at a time exclusively for our listeners from Gamefly and Gamefly.com. We are also sponsored by Loot Crate and LootCrate.com. Loot Crate delivers monthly crate boxes filled with all sorts of memorabilia and content right to your front door. Now, for our viewers and listeners, Loot Crate is giving you all a 10% discount on any new subscription by using our links. Head to TryLootCrate.com forward slash MMA to the max, enter the promo code BRIDGE10, and instantly receive 10% savings on any new subscription. And now start the show the following podcast is a w2m network original production visit w2mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts plus news reviews articles and opinions from the worlds of wrestling video games football and entertainment And we are live for episode number 49 of MMA to the Max. I am your host, Robert Taylor, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, the always average Riverside Joe, Joseph Hudson. How you doing this fine Thursday evening, Joe? Uh, it's just another average day in the average city of Riverside, California, and the average life of the average Joe. Fucking good, man. How are you doing? Drinking some Red Bull and beer. At least with every other week where the Red Bull is just what I drink because I like the taste and I like to stay up after the show. This is literally being used to keep me awake. I've been up since about 11.30 last night uh, with this new position at work. So I'm fucking exhausted. 
<laughs> is that missionary or doggy? Well played. That's well clever. Thank played. You. Yeah, you. very clever. I every now and again, my friend. Hats off to you <laughs> on that one. Oh, I forgot my bowler <laughs> hat I was gonna wear tonight. Yeah. Well. Mm. So yeah, it's a another episode of MM Max. We're here. Let's get right down to it. It's a new week. It's a new drink. It is. What are you drinking is. this week? Well, I was in a rush to get home because of traffic because there's a fire on the 91. So I am drinking a Neapolitan shake from In-N-Out that will <laughs> pair very nicely with my Belching Beaver peanut butter milk stout that I have right here. I haven't cracked it open yet. I'm going to. This is, as I've had before, a delicious, scrumptious, yummy dessert stout. And that's why I figure it's going to pair well with my Neapolitan shake. I might, you know, just mix them together, you know, make it a float of some sort. What about you, man? What I you like drinking? It. Well, I decided to uh, match you a little bit. Um, I've made oh. it known before. I think when I had uh, we had uh, Blake Stevenson guests on the show, I'm not a fan of the, of peanut butter, like in general. So yep. I've never really gotten into the, uh, the peanut butter stouts or porters that are very popular and very loved out there across the country. Eh, when you told me you were having the... Belgian beaver peanut butter milk stout. I decided, you know what? I might as well. I had one just sitting in my fridge. Uh, the fiance bought it. She left it in there. Never drank it. So I just mm. figured I'd grab it. And this is Track Seven Brewing Company's Nuck and Futs Imperial Peanut Butter Chocolate Cream Porter. So language, yeah, family program. Nuck and Futs, seven point three percent. Not too strong. Not too strong. An IBU of twenty. So. Um, We'll see, man. It's from Sacramento, California. We'll see how it is. I have not tasted it yet. It's sitting in my glass, and uh, it's going down right now. The virgin sip. Mm, what's that like? How's that feel your first time? It's not too bad. <laughs> That's it's good not too peanut bad. butter, it's, right? Yeah, it's not as peanut butter as I, I expected, so it's not too bad. Yeah, the, the the one from Belching Beaver here, it doesn't have a – it's not a very peanut butter forward either. It just adds like a nice little – extra note that roasted peanuts in it and it's fucking delicious <laughs> yeah and i was mm, going to... i love beer i love beer Mm-mm. who doesn't what red-blooded american doesn't love beer whether it's not it's real beer like what we drink on this show or fake beer like everybody you know most of the country drinks i mean who doesn't yeah uh communists um i don't know people who aren't americans you know people that uh, have no place watching this show okay <laughs> Well, MAGA, baby, or GAGA, keep America great again. I don't know. What the Whatever. Hell? We're not bringing that into this show. Let's just get into it. Let's talk about the show. This past weekend was oh, a, yeah. you know, a semi-decent show. I mean, decently promoted show, I guess, on the internet. But uh, UFC, their first visit to Idaho in Boise, the capital. Idaho? Yep, and capital. And they brought to us the uh, former heavyweight champion, Junior Dos Santos, taking on former World Series of Fighting heavyweight champion, Blogoy Ivanov. And on the last episode, when previewing the show, I thought that Dos Santos was completely shot and Ivanov was going to catch him. Uh, but unfortunately for Ivanov, he just did not look like the same guy that he was in World Series of Fighter or even Bellator before that. Uh, he looked like he had a little bit of the UFC headlights, deer in the headlights kind of thing going. He didn't perform like himself at all. His lack of aggression, his inability to want to move forward. Dosanius listened to the podcast and he did everything. Kept him on the outside <laughs> of his punches, used good footwork, kept the distance, and was unable or, or didn't allow um, Ivanov to take him down, to get inside, to get the clinch, to dirty box, to do anything. Yeah. 
Dos Santos looked really he looked really, really good. It's not just about Ivanov's poor performance. Dos Santos looked really good. Like he did look good, good on his feet, good endurance. He definitely did. Except for his defense. His defense left a left a lot to be desired because even towards the end he was still getting tagged by Ivanov. And for somebody yes. like Dos Santos' striking uh versus somebody like Ivanov's that shit shouldn't have happened. So. Yeah, and you get a guy with, with more reach, uh, like a Steve Miocic or uh, an Overeem or someone like that. Those are going to be connecting at, at full at full strength, not just at the end of his punches. So, yeah, but he looked good. As far as his stamina, that's what I was most impressed with and his ability to stay moving. Yeah, he was getting tagged up a bit, though. Yeah, I mean, he, he's, he still started really putting it on Dos Santos towards the end. But, I mean, Dos Santos really picked him apart for the most part in this fight. And looked yeah. really good, especially coming off the long layoff. But, I mean, I, mm-hmm. I, I, a lot of people, you know, there was the whole proclamation online of Dos Santos is back. Junior Dos Santos is back. He's not back. He's, he was hit too much uh, by, by a, a guy who's just not as good of a striker. And you put him up against any of the top contenders nowadays, and I think he gets wrecked. I really do. I, th- I still think he does. I still think that he does, too. Um, Ivanov did perform poorly, but uh, I was happy and I was impressed with Dos Santos. I, he wasn't as dead as maybe we thought he was. I, I thought he could do it if he used his boxing, and he did. So Yeah. I mean, he did. Well, obviously, he was going to. He wasn't going to the ground with a Sambo specialist, the guy who defeated Fedor in Sambo. Oh. So, yeah, that yeah, was but not happening. Fedor is handing out L's like they're fucking Tic Tacs right now, dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> or handing out W's not or taking in, L's. Not in Sambo, though. So No, this is true. This is true. Yeah, so, is I it mean, Sambo or Sambo? Because when you say Sambo, it sounds really racist. Fuck if I know, dude. My dialect sometimes, my... my uh, my grandma, I'm too tired to even think right now. I can't even think of the word, but... Uh, Your enunciation? Like, well, no, 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 no. It's like, uh, I can't even think of the word right now. Colloquials or whatever. Um, okay. Anyways, I don't know where both guys go on from this next, but it's definitely not a great debut for uh, Ivanov. Uh, I know he got a lot of sympathy online because, from a lot of people because, uh, you know, he almost died. So, <laughs> I mean, there's that, but yeah, I mean... Well, yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah, but he's got to make a he's got to make a bigger impression in his next fight for sure. So, somebody like a uh, yeah yeah somebody like Timothy Johnson if he was still here, but I, I think he got released. He signed with Bellator or something. But uh, hey, co-main yeah. event action, welterweight, Sage Northcutt survives a scary first round for him. Like he was dropped and his eyes rolled back in the back of his head on the very first Flash punch that out. yeah sure. Otto caught him with. But he survived. He got back up. You know, went to the second round and just. Got the knockout, man, with Hammer Fist, which is seemed to be the theme for tonight for that for that show, for that event. Yeah, the thing that I was most impressed with was as young as he was and relatively inexperienced as he was, he maintained a wicked amount of composure. When Otto was on top, had him in mount, he didn't seem frazzled. He was working the proper techniques, trying to pull him in, get his underhooks, tried to sweep, tried to go for you know a pass under the bottom for a leg. He was always active, always busy, and not once did he look like he was panicked. He, I was impressed with that. That it's was a, super, super impressive. It's a far cry from the uh, the north cut was on that was on bottom of Brian Barberina getting choked out without even being squeezed. So and 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 the the stage north cut that was underneath Mickey Gall getting pounded out. Yeah, I mean he he looked really good. This training at Alpha Male is really paying off for him. Yeah, he he looked really good. And then in the second round, they started out on their feet. Uh, he was more engaged he was keeping Otto right at the end of his punches 
worked a couple, uh, got in close for, for a clinch, hurt him a little bit. Otto went down to go for that single leg. I liked, again, composed, smart, thoughtful. Otto had both hands on um, Sage Northcutt's ankles, and Northcutt steps on one of his hands to relieve the ankle. And then that, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. Zach moved in forward and just opened up those wicked hammer fists. And really impressed with Sage Northcutt. Really, really impressed. Yeah, put him right out, man. It was very, very impressive. And you know what? If he can continue to prove, then yeah, I mean, I think welterweight's is his place. I don't, I don't think he should be cutting the lightweight. I mean, we talked about weight cuts before on the show, but... You know, he's a big boy, and he's young, and he's going to get bigger. He's even talking about how he might be at 185 one day, and I could see it. Uh, possibly. Uh, the kid is huge, muscular. Yoked. Just jacked. Yoked, man. It, yeah. It reminds me of me when I was 22 if I exercised and was good-looking. I was going to say and marketable. But... <laughs> and marketable and talented and somewhat athletic. And could, um, and yeah, could, any of those things. And could throw a punch. But uh... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all those things. <laughs> no, the good win at welterweight for uh, Northcutt. It's his first win at welterweight. He was owned two before. It is his first win at welterweight. So yep. good for him. Yeah. Um, in featherweight action, not so good for Dennis the Menace Bermudez. He drops his what fourth straight third by split decision, and yeah, third in a row by split decision. And Jesus, he you know Rick Glenn gets the victory, and it was this was a. Big deal online, man. A lot of screams of robbery. I'm not going to ever go that far unless I can legitimately see a robbery. But, yeah, I mean, you tell me that you score it for Dennis Ramirez. I ain't going to argue with you. I scored it for Rick Glenn just because I gave that second to Glenn because of the work he was doing in the stand-up. And then also when Bermudez did take him down, he wasn't doing anything in that second round with it. Glenn was attacking from the bottom. Yeah. Took him down pop right back up or yeah he was attacking for submissions elbows uh i scored it for rick glenn though again yeah could have gone either way Bermudez, i think the old scoring system back in the day was takedowns were almost like gold like a knockdown or something and and, yeah you know what i mean you get a takedown like oh you win the round i got two takedowns yeah but you got picked apart you got out jabbed you got out kickboxed and you took him down twice and he scrambled back up and you did nothing with it how did you win if your objective in this fight is to wrestle him keep him on the ground and pound on him or just hold him down, whatever it is. If your objective is on the ground yet you only spent 20, 30 seconds on the ground and you did nothing with that time. Yeah. And they're on the feet. They were jabbing and punching and, and doing more. Uh, yeah. So I think this, the judges are starting to pick up on that a little bit more. Yeah. And it's good. And it's, they should, especially in places where, you know, the new rules and judging criteria are in effect, even though the yep. ju- judging criteria should just be in effect everywhere. But, yeah, I mean, like I said, if you scored it for Bermudez, fantastic. I'm not going to argue and, and give you points why. I mean, we can have a discussion. I'm yeah. not going to tell you you're wrong, though. But I thought the judges got the right call, except for the one judge that gave it 30-27 to Rick Glenn because there's absolutely no way you give him that third round. <laughs> you cannot give yeah, him that third so, round. Not even as a gift. Yeah. No. There's, there's just no way. I mean, that was all Bermudez all day. I mean, mm-hmm. not 10-8 not worthy, but definitely – I mean, twenty nine, twenty eight. Either way, yeah, that's that's which, exactly how I saw it. Yeah, which whoever you wanted to go with it doesn't matter. So, um, the knockout of the night in this next fight, at least for me, because oh, I've God. never seen so it. So pretty. I've never ever seen anything like this. But no. uh, Nico Price KOs Randy Brown with hammer mm-hmm. fist, but from his back and from the bottom, from the bottom, and using his own foot to hold his chin in place while he does it and Jesus Christ. 
I don't know how how you describe it, but fuck, dude. And then Nico hit him. I think the second one knocked him out, and he screamed at the ref, he's out, he's out, as he's hitting him in the face, And he dude. just keeps oh, going. Pants, yeah, dude, dude yeah. It, it was nuts. I can I just – I honestly thought – okay, so Randy Brown was winning that fight. and Oh, handedly winning that fight. Yeah, and then – 10-8 that first round even, or you know what I mean? Like, he was whooping his ass. And then Nico Price, I mean, he's down on his back. You think Randy Brown's going to get dominant position, and – you turn to grab a drink or something, and you turn back, and it's like he's out. Well, like, what the fuck happened? Yeah, so, yeah. Nico went for a leg lock, and as Randy Brown went to defend it, to unclasp his legs, left his chin open. Nico got his foot behind his head, and just boom, boom, boom. It was beautiful. Ooh, there's that peanut butter flavor. Oh, yummy! It's 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 a little too nutty. Nah, I thought you liked nutty things. Ha ha ha! Bazinga. But no, that's great for Nico Price, and Nico Price once again shows that he's a you know one of the best, most exciting fighters to watch in the division, if not all the oh, UFC. Yeah, he's always game. got some shit going on, man. So mm-hmm. another guy to watch out for in the featherweight division, making his triumphant return after a two-year USADA suspension. Something yes. that he said, you know what? It was a, it was a skin cream, but I'm going to take my suspension because it's on me which a lot of other fighters should do because it is in the end on you and chad money mendez makes his return oh i get it the skin cream was on him that makes sense (laughs) chad money mendez makes his return to the ufc and obliterates miles jury i thought it was going to be a little more competitive miles jury had so much potential like he was gonna be a contender at 55 and then after his fight, then after his fight with Cerrone, something broken, something happened. Cerrone didn't whip his ass that bad, but Cerrone stole his soul. He hasn't been the same fighter since then. That's because Cerrone literally his kicked his ass. Jury was laying on his back. Literally, Cerrone literally, literally kicked his ass multiple times. Yeah, that dropped him to featherweight. I mean, I think he had one or two more at, at lightweight, and then no, went to featherweight. Was, and he, that was it for fe- uh, lightweight. It? Yeah, he, he lost okay. his first fight ever. Dropped down. Immediately lost to Charles Oliveira by choke out. Yeah. Uh, took some time off. I, th- I think he came back. He beat Rick Glenn, and then he just got knocked out by uh, Money Mendez. So, with the left hook from Mendez, which is new for him, looking good, getting some new tools on that time off. Man, I'm telling you, I think we said we said it last week, man. If he just leaves Alpha Male and heads over to uh, Bang Muay Thai, Bang. man. Oh, oh, yeah, because he's got the wrestling. He's not going to learn the striking. Fuck, Buckholz is gone from Alpha Male too. Last I yeah. heard, so it's like yeah, he took off. So, I mean, well, Holdsworth is the head, I don't know who their head striking. I know Holdsworth is one of their coaches there. He's the jujitsu coach. So that's about on. it, though, man. He's I mean, the, oh yeah, right. He's the jujitsu coach. They yeah. don't have. They don't have. They tried to bring Martin Campman in after, uh, and he was there for a little while, but he's gone too. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, yeah, it didn't last because a lot of these guys with those kinds of names, unless they literally came from that camp, they don't want to be just a guy in a big camp. You know, they want their own name on. Well, so they... Campman wants. Known. Just like just like Bang said, what uh, Ludwig said about Uriah Faber, man, he's just a control freak and he wants it his way. He brings you in to try to teach a, a system, a skill, but Uriah at the end of the day is going to take all the credit and try to make it his. But so, whatever it may be, yeah, he should just go come down here to Southern California, train at the, the training lab with his old buddy T.J. Dillashaw, Bang Muay Thai. I mean, Archuleta is out here winning fights. Got Cub Swanson not winning his last fight, but still looking good. Jose Shorty Torres has been down here training with those guys, looking good. Um, Juan Archuleta been down here training, looking fucking phenomenal in his last fight. So, Chad, come on down. The water's nice, buddy. <laughs> right? I think it would do him wonders. Definitely put him back into top contention. So, I can't wait you know, to see I, it, man. Uh, As for Jury, I mean, this just I, – I think this might put a kibosh on his potential in my mind. I mean, he's just – like you said, he hasn't looked the same. And then he goes back up to 55 where he's not sucking down weight. Uh, probably has a better camp and just forgets about it all, man. Just goes back and does what he used to do, which is just kick people's asses. Yeah, I, I, I hope it happens, man. I'm a big fan of his. I just don't think he. Uh, I just don't see him in championship content. Uh, I don't see him as championship mold anymore. I, I just don't see it. It's nope. something. It's just the way he fights now. He just looks way too timid, way different. Ever since the Cerrone ass kicking, so. Ever since that literal ass kicking. Yep. But. Casangano, uh, man. Wow, impressed. Yeah, I was way off in this fight. I, 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 had, I. I had written Zingano off. I was team Marion Renault the entire time, and she completely shut that shit down. <laughs> and she looked really good. Beat the fuck out if, of her, dude. If oh, not, she looked if not sloppy, but she looked good. Her striking is always leaves something to be desired, but her takedowns, her entries on her takedowns were pretty good. Her ability to hold Mario Renault, Marion Renault down was incredible. Maintaining position, maintaining control on the top, beating the crap out of her for three rounds. Like, yeah, Cat looked fucking great. Now, I mean, let's not just brush off the fact that Renault was also inexplicably pulling guard left and right in that fight. And with somebody whose top control is as heavy as Cat Zingano's, yeah. what the hell was she thinking? I just. <laughs> Even though, again, Cat striking wasn't great, she was landing the better of the punches. Renault didn't want to get punched anymore or something. I, I, but she was getting punched on her face on the ground. She thought her jiu-jitsu would, would save her. I, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, she was just trying to it yeah. just, it, I, I, I didn't understand the game plan behind that, um, especially when you're down two rounds to none and, and you're in the third round and you're going to pull guard again. Yeah, yeah. Just, just like um, we were watching the tough finale, uh, Joe fucking whatever the hell his name is taking the third round off right yeah it's like why do you take the third round off when you're clearly getting your ass kicked in the first two it doesn't make sense or in his case he was losing the second round and then gave away the third but i'm real happy to see cat like that hats off to her man she looked great i know she's down at alliance she's got new training she's got new physical therapy going on to help everything out that she's been going with physically emotionally and whatever um she fucking looked phenomenal man we'll see what she can do if she can get back on that uh, contender train yeah, so I mean, there's her uh, fight for 2018. I guess we'll see her next year. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, she she has been doing this physical training stuff that's supposedly helping. She does have a, a, a an impressive victory over the current champion. 
Come on, what? man. I mean, call it impressive all impressive you want. Victory. Yeah, call it all you want. She, the champion whooped her ass until the champion gassed. And well, so it wasn't that impressive. It was great that she it managed was to outlast her. <laughs> it was impressive that I mean, she TKO'd the champ. This was, I don't know, this, was, this was Nunez as well before. But uh, moving on. Another still content- impressive yeah. for the current champ. Yeah, whatever, take it. Uh, moving on, another <laughs> very contentious uh, decision call, uh, this time unanimous. This, in my mind, was a robbery. I Again, I, I can't call it robbery, but I disagree with the decision 100%. But Alejandro Perez, who somehow manages to come on top of all these contentious decisions, defeating a former WEC bantamweight champion, the very first bantamweight champion, Eddie Wineland. And this was the best that Wineland's looked in a long time, and it's a shame. Eddie looked fucking so good. He won that fight. He won that he fight. He landed punches so okay compu strike he wins the compu strike he was moving forward most of the time which octagon control uh didn't land as many takedowns but i don't i don't see how he didn't win the fight like it's not like a huge robbery like it was a complete total ass whooping but he clearly won each and every round i i see how he lost the fight i mean just in the in the eyes of the judges like not personally but in the he he marked up faster he had the scar tissue so, yeah, so they looked at the they, they looked yeah, but they look at the damage. That, that's literally what I mean. That's that's one of the issues I have with the new judge, judging criteria is they don't take into account who has the scar tissue, who breaks easier. So they just look at damage. He looked but, like yeah, he was that, getting damage. Okay. He, he looked sure. like he was getting more damage per per round, and that's what the judges were looking at. And it's a shame. And that's that's bullshit because exactly you know per, you know Perez landed ten strikes, Wineland landed thirty. Both of them are all, both of them landing significant strikes, but more of them were for Eddie Wineland than than Perez. But Perez doesn't have scar tissue. Perez doesn't have the same fighting history, fighting the top ten bantamweights his whole fucking career. Yeah. So he doesn't scar up, or he's just lucky to where he doesn't cut. It'd be like a Frankie Edgar, and you blow on his nose and it bleeds. So now Frankie Edgar loses a fight because his <laughs> nose is bloody. That's fucking bullshit. I I I, agree. I, I was pissed. I agree. But, I agree. I but I mean. I, I mean, I was mad because it ruined my pick, but I mean, I I can see the argument for Perez. It, when you're watching the fight live, I can see the argument for why the judges scored for it. I disagree completely, but like I said, I hate throwing out the term robbery. I really do, and I, I unless it's absolutely definitely needed. And I didn't think this one constitutes a robbery as much as it does just a bad scorecard. It was a shitty decision. Yeah, it, it was. was at at worst a robbery. Okay, maybe it's hyperbole. It was a shitty bad decision. Yeah. Like like we talked about before, man. When I think of robbery, you know, we're thinking of Diego Sanchez and Ross Pearson. Unless you hit that that oh, threshold, yeah. you're not. It's That's not a robbery. <laughs> I mean, that was the new scoring system. Yeah. Pearson should have had two ten eights. Yeah, I mean, so until you hit that threshold, I just cannot, in good conscience, call anything a robbery. <laughs> so uh, that that is the, that's the benchmark. That is the benchmark for robbery. So, um, yeah. Alexander Volkanovsky. In my mm-hmm. mind, the legitimate prospect at 145 pounds, um, not Zabit, even though I am a big fan of Zabit. I think it's Volkanovski, and he absolutely dominates Darren Elkins, and the only reason that it wasn't finished is because Darren Elkins is too tough for his own damn good. Darren Elkins is a zombie in people clothes. That motherfucker is just moves forward. I mean, yeah, you feel bad for the guy. Start to feel bad for him, but and his tenacity. Volkanovski, he beat the shit. You want to talk about not, not wearing damage well either? The damage 
was just fucked up. Yeah, he... Oh, man. Elkins needs to take some time off, man. This guy takes too much damage. It's not healthy. I mean, you know what? It's totally entertaining watching a dude get his ass beat that can easily beat a lot of other people's asses. But, I mean, damn, dude, you got to think about your health, man. This He was dropped three or four times throughout the entire fight, and he just kept getting back up and just weathering the entire storm, and this is not good for his health. Yeah, he lo- every time he fights, he comes out looking like Roy McDonald versus Robbie Lawler. Two. Yeah, he looked. Uh, yeah, that's not how you want to come out of fights, man. Rory will tell you you need to take some time off after that kind of a fight, and Elkins just gets right back in it. I like what uh, Vol- yeah. toughness, but... I like what Volkanovski said after the fight that you know Elkins didn't have to take this fight because you know he was mm-hmm. in the top ten and Volkanovski's not, but he just beat him and took his spot. So yeah, it's what happens. I mean, I think it was going to happen eventually because Volkanovski is a legitimate title prospect here, and. Uh, he called out Money Mendez, and that's the fight to make. That will be exciting. Yeah, I can't wait. And that I hope they book it soon. Yeah, both of them pretty much unscathed from their last fight. I mean, Volkanovski took a couple shots, but not much. Yeah, I mean, so. and two, two of the judges actually gave a round to Elkins. I, I don't see that. I, I think I, it's because they thought they were counting droplets of blood on the octagon whoever had more one i don't know yeah elkins is sitting there getting his ass beat. he's like man i'm gonna let this dude hit me in the face judges love that shit yeah so. judges love that shit block it with my face yeah <laughs> the uh the other very contentious decision on this card and this is this is where mm. we can start getting closer mm. to the term robbery over the other two fights this is where we can start talking about it I, I, this is pretty bad. Yeah. I still think the Wineland worse. I think this one's this worse. I really do think this one's worse. Saeed Nurmagomedov, the cousin of the great Habib Nurmagomedov, the uh, undefe- yep. undefeated Connor Killer soon. And uh, he gets the split decision nod over Justin Scoggins in a decision that there, he had no right getting at all. Scoggins won at least two and three very definitive definitively very clearly and had the argument for winning round one as well yeah i i uh put together a little scorecard on this one as i was watching it because i was watching it behind and i heard everybody saying oh my god i can't believe that decision and i'm like okay let me see how this goes i'm gonna watch it closely i gave the first round to scoggins close but he seemed to be the the landing more of the punches um second round uh nirmagomedov was chasing scoggins around the cage as, as scoggins was trying to you know use footwork and angles yeah but he wasn't cutting it off and i saw scoggins landing countering landing more punches even though he was walking being walked down by nermagomedov he was leading that fight so i gave him the second round um third round was scoggins again all the way um the only thing i do have to say is the stand-up by the referee in the third <sighs> round made me fucking nauseous like that was that was Nurmagomedov's chance to win this that fight. Was, he had to get a finish. Oh my god! Or or if you'd have given the first round to Nurmagomedov because it was close or something, he that was his chance. That was the worst standup I I can remember. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that. I, I, I'm glad you brought that up because I actually forgot about that. Um, yeah, dude, I was fuming over that because I was like, this is bullshit. These refs that do this shit that have these quick standups because these this crowd boos or whatever they want to make it more exciting for the first trip to to Idaho of all fucking states. Who gives a shit about Idaho? Um, they, I they, do these quick stand-ups, and it it completely changed the the entire comp uh the entire uh, complexion of that third round by doing that. 
And, oh, yeah. And these refs, I've they're, they're only sanctioned in the state of Idaho because I haven't seen them any anywhere else. I don't remember their fucking names, but I've never – these dudes were new. They were these old-ass refs that are just sitting there trying to please the crowd, man. Yeah, it it was – the boos were kicking in. I was like, oh, okay, let me stand them up. But no – Nurmagomedov was working. He was trying to go from guard to half guard. He was trying to, to work his way up. He was trying to go cross face. He was doing things to improve his position. All yeah. right, guys, let's stand him up. It's like, what the fuck? And again, I picked Nurmagomedov because I thought he was going to get it to the ground and he was going to win a, uh, you know, a wrestling match. Yeah. So I, I got the win, so I was happy to see that. But <laughs> not like that. It just, no, I w- would want the loss and my little pick him so that the right guy gets the victory and his fucking win bonus. To an extent, <laughs> you know, maybe like to six, an extent. maybe like sixty forty for the pick'em, you know, because we yeah. do have money on this. So, <laughs> yes, we do, sir. <laughs> but yeah, that's all that. That's the time we're gonna spend on uh, UFC Idaho. Yeah. You know, the rest of the you know, in case anybody didn't see, Ryoni Barcelos defeated uh, Kurt Holabaugh by knockout, which was pretty awesome. A great fight, actually. Um, mm-hmm. Liz Carmouche defeating Jennifer Maya, the former Invicta champion, by unanimous decision. Thought it was the great fight as well. Mark De La Rosa choking out Elias Garcia. Um, that was and nice. Jessica Aguilar. I want to shed light on this real quick. Finally, getting that UFC victory. We talked about it last week when uh, Roxanne Mataferi finally got that UFC victory. Yep. Jessica Aguilar, one of the pioneers of the women's division, man. She was ranked number one for years. Finally, gets that UFC win. Don't care about the level competition came against. It's just nice to see somebody like that get the win. <laughs> I was gonna. I didn't want to say anything. Hey, look, if she crushed a can, she crushed a can. But at least she got to do it wearing that UFC jersey. Exactly, and and you know what? If anybody deserves it, it was her. She's been in this game for Absolutely. a very long time now. I'm waiting for the UFC somehow sign Terra La Rosa so she could get that UFC win. <laughs> that would be nice. Put put that on their resume. Yeah, right. That's all they want. Yes. Just get that that name that the that win in the they've UFC. Been, they've been dying for. Man, you know we still have a giveaway to give tonight. We do. Unfortunately, Mr. Robert Field did not respond within the allotted 72 hours, uh, which meant he was um, disqualified from winning or whatever that term would be. So now we'll do it again. Yeah. Now, for another winner to Grant, respond in 72 I, I think, hours. I think it might have been in less than 72 hours, but I think he said Jason told him, so that also kind of ruined everything. But I was also getting really impatient. <laughs> oh yeah i don't know when it was that uh jason i don't know but it was jason three was it was three days so. it was three days at least it was the third day whatever it was sunday anyways the peeps gotta uh-huh. know so you know what we got a fight coming this weekend we need to talk about. we do a very not, fun yeah. and exciting main event it's not friday night it's not saturday night it's not even sunday night it's sunday morning nope. the main card starts at That's 11 a.m right. pacific time that's right. No coffee and no, fights. Eight a.m. Pacific be... time. It's eleven a.m. Eastern time. So that means the very first fight's probably starting somewhere around, I don't know, four thirty a.m., four a.m. So get your TiVo ready. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'm waking up. I'll probably remember, be, remember I'll probably TiVo. be at work. Yeah. Remember TiVo's trying to be a. Remember when, remember TiVo tried to be a thing. Yeah. <laughs> now they're just called cars. Yeah. Nice try, sucker. Then everybody took care of it. So in the in the main in the main event, Mauricio Shogun Hua on the best win streak that he's had in years. Eleven AM Pacific time. Yeah. So he was uh he was scheduled originally to fight uh Volcom Nozdemir, who got pulled to fight Alexander Gustafson, 
who oh, I can't then, wait to see that fight. Yeah, who then pulled out of that fight. fight with Alexander Gustafsson. <laughs> what? Yeah, oh, so that's not man. happening. But uh, I'm selling my tickets now. Yeah, no, we still got two fights that we care about before we sell the tickets. Um, <laughs> yeah, he gets replaced by Anthony Smith, who just came off of the uh, the stunning knockout victory over Rashad Evans, sending him into retirement. And I think the parameters for this fight still exist. Like they they still compute. I I don't think it's a good matchup for Shogun, just like I didn't think the Ozdemir matchup was either. I don't think it is either. But you can never count out Shogun. You never count out his power. You can never count out his tenacity. But you can discount his chin. Yeah, and when you got somebody who has the the, the height and reach, just the length in general of uh, Anthony Smith, um, and the power, and the power, I think he's gonna put. Uh, I think he's gonna push Shogun's lights out. As sad as it is to say, I I I just can't trust Shogun. I really can't. Yeah, they're they're both coming in with a seventy six inch reach. Uh, but Anthony Smith at six foot four to six foot one of uh, Shogun, um, it's going to make Shogun have to work a little bit harder to go up on the punches, and Anthony oh. Smith will be shooting straight off his shoulder. So I see this being a TKO victory for Anthony Smith inside the third round. Yeah, I, I mean, I could I could see it ending completely similar to the uh, Shogun OSP fight where OSP side just step, yeah just right sidestep rocks him, boom. Boop done so we'll see what happens Could i mean be. i mean i i'm not gonna say i'm gonna root for shogun but it'd be really cool if shogun gets this win i know daniel cormier is saying that one of the fights before he retires he wants it to be shogun why i have no idea maybe he's just sure. he was a fan of the legend but uh who yeah. isn't yeah i mean i'm a fan but uh, i just don't see it going well for him and i really like anthony smith i really like lionheart so we'll see what happens man um yeah, the calling him a up and comer is the only thing that people say about him. That I don't, yeah, I don't call him. He's got like forty fucking fights. <laughs> yeah, he, he's, he's, he's just square, new to the UFC. He's squarely set into that uh, gatekeeper status right now, the journeyman status, and he's starting to make his way past that. So, um, yeah, I'm happy to see him there. He's looking good in the Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Co-main event, what was supposed to be uh, Glover Teixeira fighting the, uh, the the juggernaut known as Ali Latifi. Before he got injured, is now yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. Wait, what injury yeah, I bug? I was I was looking forward to Latifi taking that fight. I had Latifi knocking uh, Teixeira out, so he gets the call, and now Teixeira gets to have a highlight knockout victory, and he because he's uh, taking on Corey Anderson, who is seemed to been be the recipient of a knockout after knockout after knockout in his career. Yeah, he leaves that chin out there, man. He tries to hug you, wrestle you, you know? Yeah. And grab you like, ah! And he just leaves that chin wide open to get popped. Yep. Glover took Shara, boxes his chin to shit. Yeah. Um, I don't see this going the distance. And I can actually see, I, I would actually see Glover to Shara taking Anderson down and getting top control. And, and to, to Shara's top control is absolutely ridiculous. 
It is, and most wrestlers, like Corey Anderson's wrestling background, do not like to be on their back. Exactly, they're not comfortable there. And if yeah, Texera's got great top control; he can do that. I don't. I don't the only way I think he will is if they get into a clinch and he works his way into like a single alert or something like that. Um, but I think he's going to want to keep it standing. He's definitely the better striker, hands down, the better striker. Oh yeah, absolutely. So I, I completely agree. And uh, um, Vitor Miranda gets the uh, yes the debut in Abu Azatar, who. Mm-hmm. is and not a pushover in any sense of the word. Like, I hope people aren't sleeping on this guy just because he's making his UFC debut. He was from World Series of Fighting. He was part of KSW. Um, mm-hmm. The man is 13-2-1. He's on like a four to five to six win streak. Might be seven or eight. I don't know. And he's really good, and it's a very tough fight for Vita Miranda, and I don't think it's a fight Miranda gets out of. I, I do think the debuting fighter gets it. I'm going to have to completely agree with you there. I think it's going to be a decision, but it's going to be um, Azatari is going to look great on his feet. Yeah, he's, he's going to piece him up. I, I don't think he's like a piece him apart, but he's, he's a more technical striker. I think he's going to look that in this fight. I agree completely. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I could see him actually mm-hmm. finishing Miranda, but this is going to be a great striking. This actually has the makings of being fight of the night if they just stand on the feet and just strike. The only thing that Abu's yeah. got going against him is he is a natural welterweight, but he I, I still think his his technique's gonna take it. So Yeah, he's gonna be faster. His technique is there, which is gonna help him be more elusive in his strike. So that's yeah. that's where I'm uh in heavyweight action, Marsh Marcin Tabura taking on Stefan Struve, both guys I believe coming off losses. And uh yes. I think Marcin's coming on multiple. I don't know. Was his last fight Derek Lewis? It might have been Derek Lewis. I think he was, it was. Where, where he was to... winning the fight before he got caught in the third. Um, yeah, he got clipped by Derek Lewis. That was, I believe, his last fight. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's this is a great uh, heavyweight fight. I think somebody's going to sleep either by knockout, as in Tiberian knocks out Struve, or Struve gets a choke on him. I, I Struve's got a black belt in jiu-jitsu. I think he can do his thing if he just uses his uh, length on the ground. But it's such a this is a close fight. Struve doesn't do good to these stalking, heavy-handed, shorter guys. Which shorter guys is pretty much fucking everybody. He's <laughs> six foot three going in on six foot eleven. Struve. All right. Um, Struve, he's getting better. He's at uh, ATT now at learning how to keep people at the end of his jab, but he's still kind of slow in his footwork and, and moving. You don't just leave your jab out there and hope they don't come inside. You've got to move off of that. You got to find the angle off of that. But yeah. Uh, I think Marcin's going to get inside and and he's going to find that chin and I think he's going to win via stoppage. I have nothing to argue about that. Yeah, I have nothing to argue. Um, in welterweight action, Danny Hot Chocolate Roberts. Uh, he was supposed to be Hot uh, Chocolate. He's supposed to be fighting Alan Joban, which I thought was going to be a great fight, and unfortunately, Joban got injured, neck injury, which is really shitty. Uh, gets replaced mm-hmm. by David Sagat Zawada. So what? Yeah, David Sagat Sawada. That's a kick-ass nickname, man. Obviously from Street Fighter. Um, 16-3. and three. He's on a five-fight win streak coming in. Mostly known for, once again, KSW. Um, mm. I think this is another great fight. Another fight that's just going to be held up on the feet the entire time. And uh, this also has a shot at being fight of the night. But I do like Danny Roberts to take this one. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's going to be a kickboxing match. It's going to be fun, but I think Danny Roberts is not necessarily going to be out technical. He's going to be out confident. He's going to be out pacing. Uh, Zawad. 
That's what I think. I'm not super familiar. I haven't seen all of David Zawada's fights, but I just, from what I have seen, I think he is going to be outpaced. And just I, I hope he walks out with the eye patch and everything like uh, like Zagat has. And uh, like, remember how uh, Angela uh, Angela Hill did the uh, the weigh-ins dressed like uh, Sagat? <laughs> yeah, no, that was awesome. It would be great if he did, but it have to have a Reebok logo on the eye patch. Yeah, which is fine. <laughs> <laughs> How many times are we going to use that joke when we want him to be personal and then say, oh, but know, put right? a Reebok sticker put on the it. Put be good. And, and opening oh, up the main yeah. card at uh, whatever time it's going to be for everybody, um, Nasrat Hackpressed taking on the, well, the, the, the cooling flame of Mark Dikeese. Is that a gay reference? <laughs> no, it's like his fire, his flame, his star power is going down, man. I mean, he's... His last performance was... Lacking, a lot of his performance has been lacking. As long as unless he's able to lead the dance, his performances are lacking. I mean, granted, he lost the split decision to Jakar Close, who just beat Lando Venata. He's actually a great fighter, but, and he lost to Dan Hooker, I... who is now in the top fifteen. And Damn. you know, Peace. there's nothing wrong with that. And this, to me, is a a rebound fight for Daikizi. It's it is yeah set up to make him look good. And I hope that it does because I, I enjoy watching him fight when he's at his best. Yeah. When he's doing his thing, he's fun, he's exciting. Um, like a small, somewhat smaller, less technical, less mind game type of fighter is Israel Adesanya. Not just because they're both black guys, but just the way they throw punches and the way they kind of move and the little different angles that they present. Uh, I like that. I, yeah, I just don't think he has the same MMA IQ uh, does to Cassie right now. Yeah, Dikesi. no, I agree. Daikizi. Daikizi. Yeah. No, I completely um, agree, I man. I like him, man. I want to see him comfortable in that octagon again. I, I want him to get this victory, get this tune-up fight, which the UFC in in the past hasn't given anybody ever. Oh, you lose a couple fights right now, we're going to throw you to a lion and just get rid of you. It's like, no, now they're going to give him a chance because he does have star power. He's got the personality. He's got the look. He's got the skill. Mm-hmm. If he can work on some of his MMA fighting IQ, his kickboxing IQ is good. It's just not translating to MMA. So, DeCasey, I'm pulling for you, buddy. I don't think you stop him, but I think you win a good decision. I think he gets a knockout in the first. I really do. I think first, I think it's set okay. up for that. Yeah, I think it's set up for him to do that. So, um, we'll see what happens, though. I mean, I think it's a great yeah. card. I can't wait. If I'm working, I can't wait. If I'm not working, then I'm going to definitely uh, watch it live. I'll wake up. That's how I do it. So yes, you wake up every morning. It's a good thing. We all yeah, need right. to. We all should. Giveaway time, right? Should we do it now, or should we talk about some news first and do it at the end, or should we do it now and then talk about news? Um, we can do it now. And keep all you. the viewer engaged. <laughs> hi, viewer. See, viewer, see are you out. engaged? So I guess yeah. yeah who is? This... Say hi, hoops to there. So I guess this time I got my volume up for this uh, this good old uh, device here. Oh yes. Yeah, you see it. Kind of, kind of hard to see. You got to get it and hold it up there for a yeah. minute so they can focus in. Boom! Got everybody's name. Uh, so, yeah. should we just do it? The giveaway for the MMA the Max T-shirt and coffee mug, something that we don't even own. The coffee mug. That I know, is. dude. I want a coffee mug. Those things are fucking cool looking. My hair's all like fucking everywhere. Don't worry, man. I'm working on some cool stuff. Baseball tee would be really cool. So, tees. Boxers, hoodies, zip up hoodies, hoodies, zip up hoodies, uh, baller hat, so I can take Maybe. my hat off to people here. Maybe some uh, 
some uh, mustache cream. M- MMA the Max condoms. Do they make them in your size? Yeah. Extra maybe, small. Maybe an MMA the Max dildo. So if you don't like our show, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> that was good. That's a classic. That was good. Like a... Anyways, let's see who's gonna win. Everybody ready? Are you ready? Should we should we post on the social media about to do the draws? Come yeah, you know watch what? us live. Yeah, we could do that and then you know we'll just talk about some fights. We got some people that are asking some questions, so sorry people. Yeah. We could do we that. We could do a little we'll do a little Q and A after after we do the giveaway, Mike, because yeah, no, we have we can answer some we have questions first. On this, we can answer some sure. questions. But uh so I want to get to this one real quick. Chase uh Chase Moore earlier, I told him I'd get to it, asked Oh yes <sighs> yeah. you did. How do we think uh, uh, DC is going to beat Brock Lesnar and get past the physicality, his size, and everything like that. Oh, I could, I could tell you, but I'll let you say it because it's probably the same exact same thing that I'm going to say. Because after we just got done talking about condoms, size don't matter, especially in the heavyweight division. Cain Velasquez himself proved this. <laughs> DC is train trains. Year round, day after day, with Cain Velasquez, who took everything Brock had, and then put a beating on him. Now I know that's MMA oh, yeah. math. I'm just using that as an example. But the fact of the matter is, Daniel Cormier has s- speed. Which now, don't get me wrong, Brock has speed, but Daniel Cormier is going to be faster. He has better hands. Yes. He has better head movement. He has better footwork. Yes. He has better wrestling. Yes. He has better technique. He has a better chin. Yes. <laughs> he has a way yes. better chin because he has not been dropped or hurt by punches ever. Well, even Anthony. Well, okay, kick. not dropped. I take that back. I mean, Anthony Johnson dropped him with that punch, but he got right back up and dominated the rest of the fight. But John Jones put him to sleep with the head kick. Yeah, he dropped. He got the head kick. The punches are just formality. It was the head oh, kick that punches. did it. Yeah. yeah, gotcha. Oh, punches haven't dropped him. Gotcha. Yeah, and yeah, I don't see Brock Lesnar throwing a high kick anytime soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what I told him when he was texting me about it. Yeah, Brock Lesnar's not going to throw a high kick. Can Brock Lesnar get oh, him down? Oh, you were texting DC? Yeah, right. No, Chase. But if, can Brock Lesnar get him down? You, maybe, most likely. I mean, if he bull rushes him, I just don't see it happening. I think DC's going to. He's going to just. He's going to move. He's gonna. He's gonna circle out, and Brock's gonna be put against the fence, and DC's gonna unload. DC will win that's this true. fight. DC will win this fight. Let's let's look at the last time Brock Lesnar had somebody on their back. It was Shane Carwin, who's like a fish out of water, who doesn't have great jiu-jitsu skills. And let's be honest, if you're on your back, that's where you need jiu-jitsu the most, right? Top position is okay, but wrestling can subdue. Wrestling doesn't teach you how to get off your back because when you're on your back, it's over, right? Yeah. So the last person was Lesnar. Our, our Lesnar had his back was Carwin. DC isn't going to be like Carwin. DC is not going to be a typical wrestler, a fish out of water. He's going to be able to shrimp up. He's going to be able to push off. He's going to get away. He's going to stay active. And the best thing that the best thing that Brock's going to be able to do is again, he wasn't even in, in Carwin's guard. He wasn't playing any position. He was playing brute force. Brute force isn't going to beat pure skill and talent. No. And size difference no. isn't that much. We're yeah, talking, not at all. We're talking thirty pounds at that at that size. You know, fifteen percent weight difference. Like you said, he's got the speed. He's got the strength. No, not the strength. Is the only thing he doesn't have. He's got the speed. He's got the timing. He's got the skill. He's got the training. He's got the technique. He's got everything that Brock doesn't have. Brock has size. Yeah, that's, and that's all he has. That's all he has. That's so, all he's got. I mean, he's athletic and he and he can move well no, for a guy's yeah, size, but I mean, he can move better. I mean, let's let's just say this: if Brock Lesnar, straight out of high school, or sorry, straight out of college, 
went into MMA and did nothing but train MMA, he'd be the best fighter of all time, in my opinion. Easily. He'd be the GOAT of all time. Yeah, no debate. He would be the best heavyweight fighter and the best fighter, period. Correct. He's that freakish of an athlete. But on the other unfortunately, Daniel Cormier is that much better than him right now. So it's just it's it's a lost yeah. opportunity. So Absolutely a lost opportunity. But it'll be fun to watch when it happens. Yep, it will. So hey, you know what? We answered that one. Let's get to the giveaway. We give it away, give it away, give it away now. Yep. So away, like we away, said, people MMA the Max t shirt, MMA the Max mug. Got everybody's name on here. If it doesn't come into view, mm-hmm. don't worry. The volume's up. It will say the name out loud. So, are you ready? Are you ready for some football? Oh, Andy Mata. And the lucky winner Andy is Andy Mata. Mata. So, Andy Mata, if you're watching, let us know. Collect the T-shirt. If you're not, uh, you got three days. You got till Sunday. So, we'll keep doing this shit, sucker. Don't tempt us. We will repeat the same shit every week. Yeah, so, hey, it works, man. So, we give it away. We give it away. So, if you either got it or you don't. Now, uh, Mike Oliver was asking about the uh, Colby Covington situation and Woodley situation. Mm-hmm. So, in case anybody missed that, as far as we were all aware, um... <laughs> Mike Burlon, seeing your video live again makes me feel good. I'm not the only one that grows the reverse Hitler stash. Um, <laughs> I like That's it. why I shaved mine. <laughs> no, no, see, see, here's the thing, Mike, is I don't, it doesn't grow, like, I don't do it like that. It literally grows with the, the missing piece in the center of my lip. They don't mm-hmm. connect. That's just how it grows. So, um, yeah, so for anybody that didn't see it, um, Darren Till all of a sudden starts calling out Woodley for turning down a fight, and Woodley just has no idea what the fuck's going on. And yeah, then, he's like, and then, uh, "What? Yeah, what are you talking about? I'm fighting Colby." And then, uh, yeah, and then all of a sudden, it, Darren Till Darren Till is telling Woodley himself that like Colby's out, injured or whatever. You're gonna fight the UFC's offering me the fight, and and Woodley's just like, "Damn, this is a fucking shit show," because apparently nobody offered the fight to Woodley. Yeah, Woodley didn't know anything about it. This is, again, what the UFC does is they, well, I guess in this case, it was Till announcing fights before before anything's agreed upon. Yeah, Woodley's like, no, I'm fighting Queefington. And he goes, no, he's out. Fight me. Sign it. And he goes, sign what, motherfucker? I don't have a <laughs> contract. Is, yeah, why is Covington out? Didn't I don't know. Didn't say injury, didn't from, say shit. Like, from, 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 from reports, he, he said he was like gonna be, wasn't going to be ready to fight again until like November, December. Probably wanted to be on that Madison Square Garden card, but they want to put the they wanted to put that fight on the uh, September card, UFC 228, as the main event over yep. uh, Montano and uh, Shevchenko. Shevchenko. So yeah, that would have been a good fight. It would have been a good time for. It. I don't I don't understand. So maybe they're strip maybe, Covington of his interim belt, which I disagree with. I think it's so stupid. He earned it. I mean, I didn't think he'd win, but he damn he damn sure won that fight. And. It, what's the point of bringing an interim titles in if you're just going to strip the interim champion? I mean, Willie's been out this entire time, and I don't agree with stripping him. But I mean, uh, come on. Now, if Woodley's, want, now if Woodley's wanting to fight and not wait, that's another story. But Woodley had no idea. Well, yeah, Willie didn't even know about the. I think he was aware that there were t- in talks of a fight with Covington at 228. 
Yeah. But he didn't know that Covington was out. So that's what I think. I think Woodley. I don't know if Woodley wants to fight Till though. I think Woodley can beat him. I think it's too soon for Till. But fuck it, I'll watch it. Make it happen. Yeah, I'll watch it. I um, I'm firmly in the camp of Woodley. To be honest, in, in that fight, I I do think Woodley beats him. So. Dude, this is the Joe and Robert agree episode. <laughs> <laughs> I first time I like ever, to, like I, till, I like Till a lot, but I I do think Woodley beats him. I don't see a lot of welterweight fighters beating Woodley. No, I think Till in a few years with some more top contenders under his belt with some I want to see him against another real wrestler before he goes in against someone like the Woodley doesn't necessarily use his wrestling to win. Yeah. It's always in the back pocket and he's so fucking explosive and powerful. Yeah, and let's Reminds not me. let's not forget they're rewarding a guy a title shot after he missed weight. Yeah, you know how I feel about that. Yeah, so I mean miss weight by a fucking lot. Not now, just a little bit. A lot of people, like a lot of people on, yeah, like, like 10 pounds or something. Like a lot of people were uh, talking about Yo Romero still getting his title shot. That was a little different circumstance. His fight or that he missed weight for originally was for the interim title that he missed, and then he beat the the number one contender, Luke Rockhold. What else are you yes. supposed to fucking do? Um, in this situation, we have, cheating, we have an interim champion. To stop cheating. Yeah. In this situation, we have an interim champion who just needs uh, like two months. Longer than what you want. And this shit's making me defend Colby Covington. (laughs) But I think, you know, he's the interim champion. He deserves his title shot. He earned it. That's how big of a villain Dana White is. It's so bad that you can defend Covington over Dana White's actions. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Dana White can go fuck himself some of the shit he does, man. Seriously. I don't don't want to spend a lot of time on it, but uh, we have to give hats off to Brendan Schaub. (laughs) That was the best comeback well, Put did Dana you, White in his fucking place, dude. Did you, that was did great. you see that uh, Brian Ortega on the uh, on Brendan Schaub's podcast and uh, talking about how he didn't no, get I paid? Have, he, didn't, watched, he, he didn't oh, get yeah. paid anything. Dana White tried to tell him, "We tried, you know, we we did our job by offering you the Stevenson fight or the Stevenson Stevens fight, and you turned yeah. it down. So you didn't do your job. So you're not getting paid." No, he did his job to show up to and fight Max weight. Holloway yeah. and make weight. I did. That was my job. That's my first thing to do. I do that. I get my paycheck. I beat him. You give me a bonus. Yeah, that, he signed a contract. They're not paying to him fight anything. Max Holloway. That's bullshit. He should fucking to refuse to fight. It sucks for him, but that's that's litigation. I signed a contract to fight this person. This person was pulled from the fight. I showed up. I made weight. I did everything I was contractually obligated to do. Yeah. No, I'm. You asked me to fight somebody else. Did you see what happened to Frankie Edgar when he fought me on short notice? <laughs> yeah. Think I want to fucking take that chance? He did that was a smart decision. I don't fault a guy like that, especially when you know that Max is going to be back in short time once he gets this figured out, or or Max will be medically unfit for a while. Whatever yeah. happens, strip the belt and he's number one contender, or he goes and he loses to Stevens, and then it's Stevens Edgar fighting for the belt, and he's out of the fucking picture because Edgar's always going to be right there in that picture. Yeah, and that whole idea about Edgar and Steve, ah, man, that was such a dumb idea. But yeah, I mean, I'm glad Edgar's family told him not to take that fight. Yeah. So. Either way, man. Yeah, Dana White's the villain here. I'm, 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 I'm on Covington's side. I'm on Ortega's side. Um, and I'm, I'm on Shab's side. Yeah, I'm on Shab's <laughs> side, and I'm on Bullet Shevchenko's side as she finally gets the title shot signed. UFC 228 champion Nico Montagna defending her championship enjoy finally. Yeah, enjoy it while you can. She, she, enjoy, she enjoyed it while she hit. sleep with it now. Because it's gone. It's gone. It's the bullshit. Once Shevchenko gets it, 
But once Shevchenko gets it, I cannot. I literally cannot see any woman at one twenty five taking it from her. I can't. I can't. I know. I, I agree. Take it from her. I don't think there's. I don't think it's gonna. Yeah, I agree. I don't think there's anybody that can. But uh, yeah, I mean, her, her sister. Her sister is the next closest thing, and I don't think they're gonna fight each other. And she just got her UFC contract, and, and she's a good striker. But I don't think she's in the realm of Shevchenko with overall MMA. Or Shevchenko is not in the same realm as Shevchenko. <laughs> yeah, but well, I don't know, man. I think your sister's a better striker, but in terms of MMA striking, I think uh, yeah, Bullet's definitely got it. Yeah, she's she's more the MMA fighter, and her sister is more the straight striker, which yeah. is which is fine. But uh, I'm super happy about that fight. I love it when she fights. She's a fun, exciting, good fighter. Carolina Kovacavich versus Jessica Andrade also announced for that card. Yep. That's fucking going to be good. That's going to be a sick fight. Super Unfor- yep, Unfortunately, yep. I'll be on Andrade's side on that one. Like, I think she wins. Uh, and I can't be on any side but KK's, dude. That's just the way it goes. And I, and I don't Sorry. think I, and I don't think Andrade should have to take this fight. I think she's more than earned her title shot against Rose right now. So I agree with you as well, uh, and I don't like to fight for KK either because um Andrade is a fucking beast. She's a pit bull, man. I love Carolina, but I I wanted to win so bad. But if the Pick'em League made it to UFC 228, I guess our league is still going to carry on. I'm yeah. going to pick Andrade. Yeah, we'll, we'll make though, it work. Even though I want Carolina to work to win, I do. I'll be rooting for her. I'm a big fan. Yeah. But Andrade is fucking good. She is fucking good. Mean, aggressive, hits hard, quick, strong on the takedown, strong on the top game. All right. No, I agree. And uh, so let's talk about before we uh, we uh, sign off. Yes, Sorry, sir. I'm trying. To, I'm trying to go through the comments real quick to see if I missed anything really interesting. Um, uh, doesn't look like it. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Bellator. They announced yeah. their welterweight grand prix tourney, and the difference in this one here is that every fight is going to have that Rory's in is going to have his title on the line. Meaning that there could potentially be two to three new welterweight champions within one tournament. Possibly, depending. If, if they're seated, he's seated number one. He should be fighting seated number eight. Yeah. And so, or number 10. It's a 10 man tournament somehow. Or maybe it's an eight man and they have an alternate fight. Whoever wins that one can be an alternate. Because I heard there's nine names now with another name to be named later. Which turned out to be Paul Daly as he signed his new contract. Uh, who'd have thunk it and is expected to face MVP in the first round like we were all hoping can't wait cannot wait but yeah I mean you you take Very Rory Mc, you take Rory McDonald in this tournament and he loses his opening fight that guy's the new champ that guy loses yeah. his next fight the other guy's the new champ and so on like like it's it's pretty crazy it's pretty cool I like it and I've seen people online saying well Bader didn't have to do it it's like yeah well Bader's not in a tournament in his weight class yeah, it's not his weight <laughs> It's class. not the he same. Up a division. So yeah. it was like if Rory entered, instead of going to fight um, Musasi for the, the middleweight belt, if he entered the middleweight tournament, why would he have yeah. to put his belt on the line against middleweights? Exactly. Why would I think Bader needs to, to be a two-division champ and or, dude, he looks so fucking good at heavyweight. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, speak, going back to the uh, the welterweight tourney, yeah. I, I think if Bellator is smart, they need to keep Rory and MVP on two different sides of the bracket. Yes. Because I think there's a really good chance that those two are in the finals. 
Yeah, I think so. I think you put Rory up against, um, I hate to say it, but like naming Gracie first. Let him take that win. I love Gracie, but I think I think Rory outstrikes him. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a good one for him. MVP we know is going to go up against, um, oh, crap, my brain just farted. Oh, you just Paul Daly. Yeah, I think I think MVP beats Daly. Oh, Keith Schilling, thanks. I, I didn't catch that news. Keith yeah. Schilling, McDonald's facing Larkin in the opening round. So, oh, Larkin. Well, now I can't go against Riverside's own, but I'm such a big Rory fan. God, damn it. Gracie's, Gracie's facing Fitch, Fitch, so he could get Fitch. That's smart. That's yeah. Smart well, man. his. I, I heard. I heard Neiman Gracie got okay jujitsu, so I don't know if he's going to get Fitch <laughs> by Fitch. Yeah. No, Neiman Gracie is the best Gracie in MMA. I mean, like the way he's lo- he looks, striking everything. Yeah. So yeah, he looks like uh, one of the the better MMA fighters as a whole. Not to mention he's got so, decent jujitsu. Yeah. So like I was saying about keeping uh, Rory McDonald and MVP separate on two sides of the bracket. The reason why I say that is because, and I said that they could possibly meet in the finals. But uh, oh, he's he's saying it's not official news, but he's figuring it out by process elimination. And you know what? It makes sense to me. Um, yeah, I think MVP could beat Rory. And I will offer I one. I wa- I will offer one piece of evidence as to why the Wonder Boy fight. MVP can do to Rory what Wonder Boy did to Rory. But MVP he, doesn't. He, fight. He has the skills to do it. Now, will I say that he? I will bet on MVP and they if they fight. No, most likely not. But I think he can. He he can elude Rory long enough and over five rounds like that to to win a fight or possibly catch him. I really do. I think he's got the skills to do it, the striking skills. Now now Rory gets him on the ground. You know that's out the window. <laughs> so I guess the yeah, ca- gets, the caveat is if on, it's a striking on battle the ground and it's over that fight. Yeah. It's, yeah, whatever round he gets him on the ground, as long as there's you know. Two or three minutes left. It's fucking done for. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I'm I'm gonna pick MVP I, I, over Daily personally. I I really am. It might that might ruffle some people's feathers because a lot of people don't like MVP because you know he's a can crusher or what have you. But I, I'm gonna pick him over Daily. So I am too. But I, again, that left hand that Daily has, you can never count it out. But of course, I'm gonna pick Page over Daily as well. Yeah, I agree, completely agree. Um, and why Larkin? Larkin. Damn it! <laughs> Damn, is he ever going to win a fight at Bellator? I know Riverside Zone <laughs> just getting fucked with, dude. I know. You know what I'm saying? I gotta, I gotta get Scott on the phone and tell him, hey, you know, help him out. Why don't you give him somebody easy? He's a marketable name. Yeah, and I guess Juan, Ch- Juan Archuleta was posting that he said uh, he got the okay from Coker to be an alternate for the welterweight tourney. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Featherweight. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. I think he was joking, but I thought that was funny. So, You'd have to put on a couple pounds. Yeah, <laughs> no cutting weight there. Did we did we miss any of the news to talk about? I mean, I know PFL mm-hmm. happened tonight, and uh, I think it might still be happening. I'm not sure. Uh, Keith, no, it's no, it's over because Keith's here. He's he covers it for the uh, MMA takeover. So. Yeah, yeah, it, it's 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 finished. Is there any uh, is there any news? Do we want to spoil everything? What's the news? You got news? I believe Palmer wins. Lance Palmer, good. I believe um, I may have misread a tweet, but I yeah. was just trying well, did, to focus we, on the show. A little yeah, more. did we catch any? Did we did we miss any uh, fight announcements? Did we not talk about anything? Um, no, I know I just talked about um, Kalkevich versus Andrade, um, Ellenberger Barbarina. We've known about that one. That one's booked. 
So, yeah, I don't know. They already announced Lima versus Korshikov, Finch Korshikov, versus Gracie. Yeah. And Ruth. Versus, yeah, Amrazab. Ed so, Ruth's a beast. That's that. Yeah, yeah, we'll see, man. Is that, um, it? Is that it? Max or... Holloway just mentioned something on his condition um, from Bisbeing, blah, blah, danger of the sport. Thank you for being a true friend and calling me out on TV. Yeah, he's just back getting examined. He did, there's been no diagnosis of what uh, oh, Holloway's. Here's what I wanted to was. talk about. Here's what I wanted to ask you and talk about. So, reports. There's there's a. So, Cain uh, Velasquez. Yeah. Was seen training at the WWE Performance Center. Why? Why not? Why? Why not? I think his fighting career is over. Why not go make the money? If you're getting that hurt, oh, I guess you can take steroids and, and <laughs> dude, he can he can do it. Like he he could be a star. Okay. Well, I'm thinking I know those guys get banged up to a fucking no degree. Yeah. But you can take all the human growth hormone and fucking cortisone shots and steroids and shit you want when you're fighting the WWE. Yeah. So he can heal up that way, the natural way, the way doctors intended one to heal. <laughs> um, Mark Hunt, Lexi Olnick, is the uh, the main event of UFC Moscow. Yep, that one's so, a good one. So Mark Hunt's still taking fights as he sues the company. And uh, a question that was asked earlier about Anderson Silva is cleared and will be eligible to fight in October. Do you care? Cleared of what? Cleared of what? I've, Usada, Silva, I he, he only he they found they, they figured out that he they they Usada found that it was a tainted substance. Only did it only gave him a year suspension. And that's up in October. Anderson, who? What Anderson. have you done for me lately? <laughs> I was gonna say, do you even care that he's coming back? Uh, no, you see, I always say this. I'll watch the fight, but it's like ugh, this. I feel bad. Like, do I want Anderson Silva to fight because he loves it? Yes. Is, has he been one of the most fun fighters to watch ever? Yes. If I never saw him fight again, would I be sad? No. Yeah, I like uh, Keith Schillen's comment. That motherfucker can't fight three times a year, but he's gonna go perform like fifty weeks a year. Yeah, in, in terms that's, of that's what my thoughts yeah. were, man. <laughs> that's exactly what my thoughts were. How the fuck is he going to do that? But that's what I'm saying. He gets hurt. He can heal up real quick on some of Mother Nature's best. Yeah, man. That's fun. Yeah, so. I think that's all we have, man. I tried to stretch it out a little bit. So uh, to get at least the, the, the show content to a good, like, hour, hour and a five. So. There was actual content. We were live already. Fuck. Yeah, you know. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. We got a. Uh, we got a pretty nice show next week. Um, if I'm not mistaken, we not only going to review the Shogun and Anthony Smith fight, but yes, next, we will. next week is the very special Dana White Tuesday Night Contender Series. With? Give me a round of applause. Damn, that's fucked up. <laughs> that was fucked up. <laughs> that was fucked up. <laughs> But you laughed, man. Yeah, um, that's just... You're messed up, man. Dude, I love Nick Newell. I was fucking pulling for him this whole time. I know I didn't think the UFC was going to actually give him a shot. But fuck it, they are. Take it. He should yeah. win. He's a great fighter. Yeah, he's most likely going to win. And they're most... They, if he does, he will get this... He will get a contract. Because, I mean, I think yeah. they're going to they're cash in on his uh, marketability being the one-armed fighter. Or one-handed... Whatever. It wasn't me. It was a one-armed man. Yeah. Um... 
Yeah, but that's a very special uh, contender series, so we're definitely going to watch and talk about that. So Tuesday night. Tuesday night. Don't and I don't know, maybe we'll try to get Keith on this show. We've, we've been trying to schedule Keith. that for a while, so we'll see. He might have to cover PFL, though. So um, yeah, we'll, we'll need a, a real expert, someone who knows what the fuck they're talking about. That'd be great, right? Well, it would actually so be cool because what Keith asses. does is he now writes for fansided.com and he covers and previews oh. all the Tuesday Night Contender series for Fansided. So it's pretty good, pretty good. He uh, he knows his shit and it's, it's well written. So definitely check out his true. shit on fansided.com as well as the MMATakeover.com. So on that note, yes, thank you, Keith. I think we're good, man. Let's get our uh, social media out and uh, get out of here. If you want to get a hold of me on Instagram, which I am now gramming more frequently, not as much as I should be, but I'm gramming. Probably sir. more than me. You can nowadays. reach me. I know, Saka. MMA to the Max Joe. And as always, the two is the number two. If you want to see some of my tweets, you can get me Twitter at JoeHud45. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. You want to find me on Instagram? It's at MMA to the Max Rob. As always, the two is the number two. Find me on Twitter at It's Rock Robster. Find uh, the show on Twitter at MMA to the Max Show. Find us on Facebook always at facebook.com forward slash MMA to the Max Podcast. Definitely check out our sponsors, Loot Crate and Gamefly. The links have been scrolling down on the screen the entire time. Um, find us on YouTube. Search up MMA to the Max Podcast. Find our shows as well as all sorts of other type of content at w2mnet.com. You can find MMA to the Max, as well as all your podcast and uh, article content, I guess. I'm asleep, so I'm not doing this as well as I usually do. Uh, yeah, for anything from sports, What's video games, excuse? movies, and entertainment. Uh, once again, Andy Mata, congratulations on getting the uh, the shirt and the mug if you get to us by Sunday. So we'll see what happens. If not, we'll do it again next week. Um, Ask Robert Fields what happens, dude. <laughs> yeah. Cut that shit off. Yeah. I will stop. I will put a stop to that shit right quick. Right quick. Yeah. I will cut That's that shit Put some respect off. on my name. That's right. Put some so. respect on my name. As always, find our shows audio anywhere you can find them on Spreaker, iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, anywhere you want to find them. I'm passing out. I'm I getting do. super tired, so I think we'll have to end it on this note. Which note's that? Uh, C. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> All right. So. For my co-host, Joseph Hudson, a.k.a. Riverside Joe, I am Robert Taylor. This has been MMA to the Max, and we will see you next week. See ya! The previous podcast has been an original W2Mnet.com production. For more great content like this, go to W2Mnet.com for the worlds of wrestling, video games, entertainment, and sports.